You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 136, Back to School with Feng Shui. Welcome to episode 136 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. So we're just in time for back to school, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's coming. It's here next week. Well, yeah. When's your, week. when's your son going back to school? Um, he goes back just after Labor Day. Mm. Yeah. Do you have oh, oh. you have a different labor? Do you have the same labor no, day? No, I think it's the same. I think mm. it's the same. It's like the first weekend of September, mm-hmm. Monday, the first Monday in September. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, uh, which is usually my birthday too. It's my birthday weekend. I was used to my birthday was always like the basically when you go back to school. <laughs> Sometimes it was the first day of school. So, if, was that yeah. good or bad? I think it wasn't, I don't, to be honest, I don't remember. It wasn't a summer birthday because summer birthdays are tough too, because you know, your friends aren't here. They're all over the place or whatever. You're not in school. Um, I think it was okay. I don't, I honestly don't really remember, but it was a busy, it was busy. That's all I remember getting ready for school. Oh, I usually get some really awesome, like back to school clothes though, because everyone's like, oh, what do I get her? When I was little, when I was younger and a teenager, so I get cool, like (laughs) 1980s fashions that I could wear. Nice. Well, uh, so, you know, back to school isn't just about um, like kids going back to school or or university students, but also adults, because we have our own certification program starting at the end of September. So we have a hand, you know, a bunch of students in our school going back to school this Mm -hmm. uh, this in September. Right. Yeah. We're starting up in a couple. Well, we have our level twos coming back uh, in the middle of September and then a brand new cohort coming at the end of the month. So yeah, a lot of adults, um, you know, I think we're wired. Uh, many of us are wired to feel that this one back to school energy is, is always there for a lot of us. You know, when you're done this summer and even if you don't have kids, like if you have kids, it's definitely, you know, something you have to prepare for and get ready. And it's not the same though. Sometimes it can be a little bit, there's excitement, but really also a little bit of stress. Whereas there's also the feeling of, you know, just um, getting things completed and starting projects that maybe you left, you know, the summer got crazy. And I always find it's a time to reset and to um, finish things um, to begin, you know, new skills. Like if you wanted to, again, as an adult education, like do something different, learn a new skill, um, go to, you know, become now do a certification or go back to school. Um, so it's got many different levels and I always think of it more as just the energy of, and it makes sense because it connects to the energy of fall because we're moving into the fall time. And that really is about completing things, right. Wrapping like like having something to show. Yeah. Having something to show for what you're doing. Yeah. It's also faster than, it's a faster, more efficient, like more mm-hmm. sharp energy. So I always so you find feel that, focused. 
yeah, yeah. I find after Labor Day, it's crazy town. Like everyone starts calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Everyone's back from summer and they're like, let's do this. Let's get this done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, people could do, you get more focused. Well, I know you're, pre- you're prepping for winter because you know, like soon for us in the Northern hemisphere, like that winter's winter's coming and you know, you're gonna, it's just nice to get stuff done and it's a good time. The fall's awesome too. Moving you have to into collect from your, September, October. you collect your acorns mm-hmm. now. So, um, so, um, back to school energy also like to us, we were thinking, Laura and I were thinking that it reminds us of like this idea of seeking knowledge though, and improving your skills. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I always, Laura and I always try to do, um, some kind of like secondary education thing for ourselves as well all the time. So we're always taking other classes and certifications to enrich our feng shui knowledge. So we always seek to improve our, our knowledge, our skillfulness. And then like she said, it's about getting things done, finishing things off, gathering your nuts for the winter, and then also prepping your kids for the new year. So we thought Mm -hmm. we would talk mostly then about, um, well, no, I guess we're going to talk about a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Like setting up, like, what can you do to, to set, to get yourself even, Hey, maybe you're not in that mindset. So what could you do to get yourself more in that mindset Mm -hmm. or help you to really make the most of this time of year? So we thought we'd come up with a few, um, you know, for lack of a better way of talking, but a back to school tips, feng shui styles. Uh, Yeah. Should I go first? Yeah, go first. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing we have on our list is to really focus on this idea of developing your knowledge, developing your skillfulness. And in feng shui, there's actually an area, the Bagua map, that's related to self-knowledge, to your self-cultivation and your skillfulness. And it's called gun position, and it's usually called self-knowledge. And it's a dark blue color, and it's the bottom left-hand corner of the Bagua map. And so it would be a great little exercise if you want to activate your knowledge area is to simply locate that uh, in your home or in your bedroom. And you can even encourage your kids to do this and just clear out, clean up and prepare that area to receive new knowledge and skills. So get on your knees, deep clean, scrub away, check out, like go look in all directions is the ceiling, does the ceiling have any dust or cobwebs? Is there um, a corner that the corner has it accumulated debris over time? Is there like, you know, a a plant there that needs some pruning? You know, you can even put a plant there to cultivate and to um, create some movement and healing with your own self cultivate, your own self knowledge. Yes. And, um, that area, it doesn't always have to be that area, but some te- sometimes people ask, you know, what's a great area to sit, to ruminate, to study in, to meditate in that area, that knowledge area. If you have the, you know, if it happens to work out with your space, you also have that same area in every room and in your bedroom, um, because there's a bagua for each room. So 
if you do find that area and it does happen to work with your layout, and I've actually had quite a few clients where that room ended up being a spare room or an office or something that they weren't really doing much with. And we turned it into a meditation area and it actually worked out quite nice. And we, one of them, we actually did paint dark blue. It, it worked with the design. It actually looked fantastic. And she had an all her altar in there and everything. It was really cool. Um, okay. So next tip is to set up a study area or an area where you're going to be working on this project that you've taken on or schooling. So we've talked about the command position a lot. We talk about it with beds and uh, we've talked about it with desks. So you do want to make sure that your desk is, so first off, let me back up. First, make sure you have a space to work in. So if you don't have an office, that's fine. Just find an area that you have decided is going to be where you're going to be doing your studying. Make sure that the whole, you know, if it's, if it's a child, you know, have them involved and this is going to be a spot. Generally, I find that it ends up being honestly, just because I have a teenager now, um, he's now just starting to use his desk in his study area. But before then the uh, homework station was the kitchen counter, but there was a special spot for his stuff. And we had a bin and we had everything where he'd put all of his, you know, and he would pull it out. And then, cause I'd be cooking and he would be working and he was set up in a, you know, I made sure that the chair was solid, that he could sit in, that he was comfortable, that um, that he could actually see me and I could see him. So I actually was in command because I was cooking. I was like, because I had my, my, my kitchen set up that way. Um, but if you're um, working away and you want to make, and you're on your own, you're sort of studying away, you do want to make sure that you're in command, which means if you have your back to where most of the traffic is coming into the room, it can be a little bit stressful. You probably won't even notice it, but it is. So if you can put um, a little mirror somewhere that you can look behind you, especially if you've got a, a desk with a, you know, a, a monitor or a wall or somewhere where you can do that, you know, do yourself a favor, get yourself a small little round, not big, like three inch um, rear view mirror type. It's like convex. So it captures more of the room behind you place it somewhere along there. And, um, with the intention of being able to really gain more control over your situation, because really that's what, when we're talking about putting the desk in command, it really does connect to how productive you are. Um, how, you know, you feel in control, how you are creative too. You're able to be more creative. Um, it just gives you a sense of, of, um, of command basically over your studies or work. So, um, so spend some time to carve that area out and plan it out. And that in itself will be an act of, of, um, of intention. Like you're setting an intention that you've decided that you're moving into this energy of this fall, you're moving into this, you know, back to school energy, um, with purpose. So, um, you know, do yourself a favor rather than just kind of do it willingly. Yeah. And a tip I like to give people who don't have a whole separate desk area and art like your son at that time that he was using part of the island you can also get um like a placemat or a desk blotter to kind of demarcate your space and then easily put it away in your little you know put it away when you're eating um because there's a lot of people mm -hmm. who just have like a dining room table and they don't or a mm -hmm. coffee table they don't have both especially nowadays when so many people have started working from home Mm -hmm. Or maybe that's changing now again, but all right. And then last, our third tip is um, to clear your space 
And you can do this focused on the knowledge area, but you can also do this for your whole home, which would be really great to, to just refresh the space, to get you inspired and focused, to welcome new um, knowledge, to let go of projects, to um, welcome in the fall even. And one of our favorite space clearing techniques, especially at this time during back to school during the fall is actually utilizing the metal element again, because remember the, the season we're moving into now is autumn and autumn is related to metal elements. So it's as simple as using a metal instrument to space clear. So you can use metal bells, metal, or a ring a metal wind chime or a metal singing bowl, but the sound of metal, um, and make sure it's a sound that you're attracted to that's beautiful that um, you can use to resonate throughout the space. And it could even be like a fancy gong or it could be something as simple as a, you know, a metal bowl that has good resonance and or like a bell. Right. So you can either go to that knowledge area or you can just go to the center of your home or just walk through your whole entire home and make sure you get all the center of each room and just ring the bell. And you can even visualize the vibrations from the bell radiating out from you and the bell and from the center of the room, clearing away any kind of difficulty, any challenges, and then bringing in um, new energy for inspiration and focus. My fave. I love that one. Mm -hmm. Simple, but yet effective. Yeah. I've seen many videos of Laura's hands, Laura's fingers and hands holding bells and tingsha and things like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you've seen our videos, Laura, that's Laura's, <laughs> Laura's lovely hands. <laughs> yeah. So we hope everyone has a wonderful back to school season and we're even so, we're so excited. We're very excited to welcome back our current students and our, and the new students that we'll be meeting at the end of the month. And maybe it'll be one of you. So thanks so much for listening. And if you like our podcast and this episode, you can tune in every Monday for a new Holistic Spaces podcast. And if you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, at holisticspaces.com. You can also support the podcast by checking out our certification or mini courses and come back to school with us at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.